welcome to the groundbreaking art and culture program, Are You Looking At My Arts? And in this special edition, we profile the sketch comedy podcast, Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour. Next month sees the barely anticipated second series, and we've been granted exclusive behind-the-scenes access as they prepare to hit the podcast waves. We managed to catch up separately with both Paul and Nessa. Paul while on a spa retreat in Hawaii, and Nessa during her tea break in her second job in a local abattoir. We also speak to other contributors to the program to find out what goes into making such a derivative, fair to middling comedy broadcast. Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour first aired back in 2015 on a little known community radio station based in s- Sundry Land. I- is that right? Sunderland. Where the hell's that? In the northeast of England, called Sprack FM. Spark FM. To be honest, when we started, Paul did all the talking. I was just doing things like introducing records and reading the weather and that. You know, it was kind of a Richard and Judy sort of situation, except we were on the radio, so I couldn't even get my tits out. But then I introduced the joke feature. (laughs) and the producers realised I had so much more to offer. Jokes that make you laugh, jokes that make you cry, jokes that are really, really funny. Uh Jokes. This has got to be one of my favourites. Go on then, let's have it. Why did the parrot wear a raincoat? Why did the parrot wear a raincoat? Um. Uh, no, I kind of think, go on. So you could be polyunsaturated. Oh, God, that's just <laughs> terrible. That's... Poly, Have you been... Poly uh, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. I think the show really started to shine when I had the idea of doing a short joke in each episode. See, I, I wanted to give Nessa her own little bit, you know? That was the one feature that listeners actually got in touch about and demanded we kept doing it. They were actually going to lose it quite early on, but I insisted that we kept it because I I just knew it had potential. Paul was actually going to cut it. Shows how much he knows about what works in comedy. Another feature of the early radio shows was the quiz games that Paul and Nessa would play. I asked them if that would be something that we'll be featuring in the new series. Well, they will do if I have anything to do with it. (laughs) They worked really well, and I've actually got some great ideas to bring the feature up to date for this new series. (laughs) Sorry, quiz games? I cannot remember doing that. Did we? It's time to play this week's game. (laughs) Now then, I'm going to read out... A list of murder mystery titles, <laughs> right? And you've got to say whether or not that they were actual novel titles that were written by J.B. Fletcher oh. in the series Murder, She Wrote. Okay. So I've called the game Murder, She Wrote, or Did She? <laughs> so are you ready? 
Yeah. Here we go. Dirge for a dead dashund. Uh, true. Oh, sorry, I pressed the wrong button again. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. It was her second novel ever to be published. <laughs> right, so on the way out the door, yeah. I grabbed your Mr. Men books. Did you? Yeah. Right, go on. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to give you a little paragraph out of each one, and I'm going to give you a dialect, and you have to read that paragraph out oh. in that dialect that I've given you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so the first one is going to be Mr. Tickle. Yes. Essex. Essex? Give me, give me Essex. Essex. Right. Oh, it was a warm, sunny morning <laughs> in his small... Hang on, have I started on the first page? Yeah. In his small ass at the other side of the wood, Mr Tickle was asleep. You didn't know that there was such a thing as a tickle, did you? <laughs> well, there is. <laughs> how was that? Well, considering... Uh, by the way, you, how, how come you're the judge on this? Considering the next one was going to be Cockney, I think you've just covered that one. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the lyrics yes but it wasn't quite the lyrics that they were singing yes it was yes it so that's what we're gonna do right on this week's game <laughs> this is messy okay so you remember these so what i want you to do is just sing along yeah. okay and then as we go on down the song i'm gonna fade it out and you have to carry on singing and then I'll bring the music back in and you have to see if you've kept up with it, OK? This is so unfair. Here we go. Keep going. Come on. I can't. I'm the king of rock and roll. La la la, she says, hot dogs jumping for outside cooking. <laughs> that was it! That was it! <laughs> I couldn't actually remember what you'd sound of it, and now you've just done it again. What did you think he said? Outside cooking, hot dogs, hot dogs jumping for outside cooking, hot dogs! <laughs> Albert Kirk, he says. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> I've got a few more. You were ruining my childhood. The Dead Man Sang. True. You know, you, that, you were very definite about that one. <laughs> Do you like the music, by the way? Yeah, the background music. The Murder of Roger Ackroyd. False. That was actually the fourth Poirot novel by Agatha Christie. Can um, I do Mr. Bump next? Yes, you can Give do Mr. Bump. Bump. Yeah, go on. And I want you to do Mr. Bump in Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham Bump. Right, this is the sad story of Mr. Bump. The trouble was that Mr. Bump just couldn't help having little accidents. Well, he kept on going over to Liverpool and coming back. <laughs> If there was something for Mr. Bump to bump into, he'd bump it. I've got Liverpool now, haven't I? Right, uh, next. That's, that's a fail. Failed, that one. Murder at the Inn. True. Correct. Murder at the Digs. False. That's true. Uh. Murder on the dance floor. <laughs> Better not kill the groove. False. <laughs> Here we go. We've got to finish on this one. Okay. This just oh, had me this is in fits. Yeah. 
course, the classic Down Under by Men at Work. Here we go, off you go. <laughs> you got to at least make an attempt at the lyrics. <laughs> I met a strange lady, she made me nervous. She took me in and made me breakfast. She said, do you come from a land of hunger? Oh, you're <laughs> What? Did you hear that thunder? Did you come from a land of hunger? Yeah, you better take cover. The song's called Down Under. It's do you come from a land oh. down under? Oh, we've got to carry on one more bit, because okay. this next... Just everybody listen to this. What? Carry on singing. <laughs> Brussels. Six foot tall and full of muscles. I said to my language. Get ready. <laughs> he just smiled and gave me a bit of his sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Do you come from a land of hunger? He's offering him a bit of his sandwich. You're a Later in their process, we were allowed into one of the duo's writing sessions, usually a keenly guarded industry secret. Uh, Okay, so what have we got for this week's episode? I've got a sketch about a parrot that's dead. Yeah, I think that's been done, hasn't it? (sighs) Well, there's this one where a doddery waitress comes in with two bowls of soup. Is that not from an episode of Vera? Oh... Hmm. Um, Can I draw a cock and balls on the whiteboard? Put the pen down. (sighs) Oh, I could knock out another Violet and Nora. Can you still do the voice? Hello, Nora. Hello, Violet. There you go, sorted. Pub. Pub. Producing such a large amount of material must take its toll. Well, yeah, I mean, it can be a bit stressful, you know. I mean, writing The Goon Show every week had a profound effect on the mental health of Spike Milligan, didn't it? Not that I'm comparing myself to Spike Milligan, mind. No, Paul, I don't think anybody's doing that. But, you know, it it does take it out of you. So, what exactly is your process for writing the shows, writing the sketches? Well, ideas can come from anywhere, you know. I mean, as a writer, it's my job to be constantly observing people, situations, and little ideas can often just present themselves. And as a writer, of course, I always carry a little notebook around with me, so I'll write these little snippets down as a writer, then later take them back to my writer's desk in my writer's office, I'll write a first draft, then a second draft, sometimes a third, then I'll read it aloud, refine it, read it aloud again, refine it some more, then, as a writer, write up the final copy, ready for the recording session. It's quite an intense, focused and mentally draining process, if I'm perfectly honest. Basically, he actually just reads through a joke book every time he's having a shit, then nicks the jokes and makes them into a sketch. A regular contributor to the show is the business entrepreneur and agony aunt Daphne Crankshaft Doodlebug. We joined her at her latest consultancy at Snitter International Airport. I can only speak for a few minutes, young man. I'm very busy here at the Aircraft Retrieve and Search Enterprise. Uh, The Aircraft Retrieve and Search Enterprise. Mm, Yes. 
I R S A. Yes. Ars. Yes. Uh, what are your experiences of working on Happy Hour? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, young man. Oh, I do love that lovely young Nessa. She's a lovely woman, you know. She's just as nice and funny in real life as she is on the radio. Oh, it's a shame I never get to broadcast with her, actually. She always seems to need to be out of the studio whenever I go on their show. Yes, you do always do your stints with Paul, don't you? And how do you find that? Mm, well, can I be candid, young man? Of course. Well, quite frankly, that Paul is one almighty cunt. He's a bully in the studio. He treats the staff like absolute... And there was one time when he physically manhandled me. He snatched hold of my... Grabbed his, ripped open my, until my was completely, and then he proceeded to. My God. I know. I started a hashtag about it and everything. So, as you can see, conference, my evidence conclusively shows that the coronavirus vaccines are actually an injection of amphibious genetics that will turn all humans into a race of frogs. Professor El Millet is a renowned conspiracy theorist and sometime contributor to Happy Hour. We caught up with him at one of his recent conferences. Uh, sorry, how are you? Where from are you looking at my art? We're doing a profile piece on Paul and Ness's happy hour. No, 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 no. I'm not interested in taking part. Can I ask why? Paul and Nessa are only masquerading as comedy writers and performers. Yes, you're not the first person to have said that to us. Oh, they're actually transmitting secret coded messages for the Secret Service of the Federal Republic of Nepal. Think about it. If you put the two names together, Nessa Paul. Ness Paul. Ness Paul. Nepal. Nepal! Ah. And if you rearrange the letters of happy hour, you get horapifu, which is a Nepalese colloquial word for listen to this secret coded message that pertains to national security. Yes, Do Dr. Elmolet, have you fact-checked your information? Don't think you can get round me by checking your facts. Now, I have to go. I'm presenting my latest pamphlet to the local primary school entitled Boris Johnson is the best Prime Minister this country has ever had. You know, you sound a lot like one of our guests on the show, Dr Elmolet. Don't be silly, I'm a semitone higher. A semitone? At least. Dr Elmolet sounds like this, whereas I sound more like this. Fuck me, we're not going to win a British broadcast award with this shite, are we? So, what can we expect from the new series of Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour? Well, we've worked really hard on writing a whole load of brand new sketches. We've made them as funny as we possibly can. The shows will contain more sketches than before. They'll be nice and piercy, you know, really going to zip along. And we've got some cracking new characters and guests and some brilliant new features, as well as... 
keeping some of the old favourite stuff from the first series, you know, that proved really popular with our listener. I think, in all honesty, in this second series, you're really going to hear the time, the effort and, and, well, the love, really, that the whole team has put into all episodes. Oh, I expect it'll just be more of the same old shite chucked together at the last minute as usual. So there you are, Paul and Nessa's Happy Hour, a sketch comedy podcast with added stuff and nonsense. Series 2 begins on the 2nd of June 2022. Download it from wherever you get your podcast. Right, are we done? I've got a proper job to get on with, you know. Somebody's got to pay the bills around here, and these cows aren't going to slaughter themselves. Goodbye.